for the October 24th, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A cheerfully negative recap of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine broadcasting from the University of California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. You know, yeah, Mahler's been staying away from you lately, Mike. Yeah. He doesn't want to get anywhere near you. Well, I, and I, I know why. I know why that? Why? Yeah. Why is that? He thinks he's allergic to you. Oh. Yeah. And not without reason. Okay. An Indiana dog skin troubles were found to be caused by an allergy to humans. Huh. Yeah. That's right. Huh. That's right. Huh. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. That's right, Mahler. Stay away from him. A black lab named Adam was in bad shape when he came to the Lucky Dog Retreat. That's mm. a dog rescue mm -hmm. service. Mm -hmm. you know. He was mm -hmm. in bad shape. Yep. And while he started to seem healthier with, with his care there, his skin problems persisted. Adam's now undergoing allergy treatment. Yeah. And I think, I think Mahler might be having to go aller undergo allergy treatment pretty soon. Well... Can I get him some? He's got a rash. Some Claritin or or some. It's not like that, Mike. It's uh, a rash. It's a rash. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's it's not some sort of nasal What's drip. What's that? Okay. All right. So just stay away from my dog. Neoprene. Can I? Okay. That's right, Mahler. <laughs> stay away from him. Well, I yeah. Look how far away he is now. Yeah. I know he's just yapping at me. I, yeah. I don't understand that. Well, just, okay. I, this I mean, year is poised to become the hottest year ever recorded, Mike. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, 2014 is on pace to either tie or surpass the current global record. Last month was the hottest September yeah. ever recorded. Before that, both August and the entire summer of 2014 were also the hottest ever recorded. But don't worry about it. No, that. don't worry about a thing. We got this. We yeah, got we you got covered. Yeah, yeah. We got it handled like a case of Ebola. <laughs> a federal jury in Washington convinced, convicted and convinced... Yeah, they were, at least. Mm -hmm. Four Blackwater Worldwide Guards. Mm. I love this story. Mm -hmm. This makes me so happy. Blackwater yeah. got a little bit of its due. Yes. Let's hope it doesn't get appealed or anything like that. Mm, sure will. Four Blackwater Worldwide Guards in the fatal shooting of 14 unarmed Iraqis seven years after the American security contractors fired machine guns and grenades into a Baghdad traffic circle. And that was that was a, a horrible time in our history. Yeah. The guilty verdicts on murder, manslaughter, and gun charges marked a sweeping victory for prosecutors who argued in an 11-week trial that the defendants fired recklessly and out of control in a botched security operation after one of them falsely claimed to believe that the driver of an approaching vehicle was a car bomber. Yeah. Well, that's sweet, isn't it? Yeah. By the way, I heard a little bit of detail about this case. When the Blackwater guys would go into a section of town that they wanted they were driving to they always drove those obnoxious uh chevy what are those escalades Humvee, or humvees Escalese, whatever those gigantic things and uh they would they would take frozen water bottles uh -huh. and chuck them at the cars in the vicinity that they were trying to drive through so shattering glass and uh -huh. generally causing mayhem as they move through town so these heavily armored in driving in heavily armored cars would drive around town essentially just effing with the people in town. Yeah. And at this point, they at some point, and that during this little encounter, they got a little upset and they started firing into generally mm -hmm. into the into the intersection. So, yeah, nice. The quality of people that they got at Blackwater is yeah. pretty evident there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, overall, defendants were charged with the deaths of 14 Iraqis and the wounding of 17 others. 
And none of the victims was an insurgent. None of the victims. No. Were. no they were all just innocents. Not. Nigeria announced a ceasefire with militant group Boko Haram. This is big news. Yeah. Because they reached a deal for the release of 200 school, uh, school girls. Just last Friday, we were talking about. Yeah. When, you know, this is a story that faded. Yeah. Six months ago, it was all the top of the news. Yeah. They still hadn't found the schoolgirls, but we here in the U.S., I guess, forgot about the fact that 200 schoolgirls were kidnapped somewhere right. else in the world. Right. And finally, they uh, came to an agreement, and uh, the schoolgirls will be returned. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this doesn't make Boko Haram, you know, no, no, playmate make... of the month here. No. It just Playmate of the month. Well, I mean, it doesn't make them the favorite people that we want to hang out with. Uh, but it does indicate that sometimes you can talk through some of these situations. You know, Barbie Benton was a member of Boko Haram for <laughs> well, a while. She was. Yeah. She, well, um, okay, Benton. I'm not gonna... Where did I pull that <laughs> yeah, one Yeah, I don't know, Jeez. Barbie Benton. The capital of Canada. Yes. Ottawa. Yes. You heard happened? about that stuff. That's what crazy. Yeah. They're, they're actually considering tightening up their security rules because of this uh, lockdown after a shooter opened fire at the National War Memorial. An, an appropriate place, of course, to open fire. Well, the, well come yeah. on. Well, if you're going to. Yeah. What better way to memorialize war? Mm -hmm. The gunman shot and killed Cap or Corporal Nathan Cirillo, who was guarding the tomb of the unknown soldier, then entered the nearby parliament and, and uh, the, the gunman was shot dead. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's good to have violence like this. No. I'm just saying in general. We, well, you know, if you kill one man, it's murder. If you kill thousands of men, it's a war. Yeah. So this was a performance art piece. Is that? I, I have no I, idea, but in, in somebody's mind, it could have been. Yeah. The well, gunman apparently pretty disturbed guy. I guess yeah. they went online and found all kinds of. Yeah, I had a history of drug and robbery offenses. Yeah. The attack came two days after a man identified as a radicalized Muslim convert drove a car into two Canadian soldiers, killing one of them. Yeah. So a lot of stuff's going on up there in Canada. Yeah. The incidents have sparked fears of blowback after Canada joined the U.S.-led war against Islamic State militants in Iraq and yeah. Syria. Yeah, that was the, the day that this attack occurred was the first day that the Canadian Air Force had participated in bombing raids in, in yeah. Iraq. So yeah, there's a reason for so this. I don't, I don't, yeah, I assume so. I just don't, you know, I wish, I guess it's easier. The targets are easier. But, you know, if you're going to waste a bullet, you're going to cause all this, go after the people responsible for this. Yeah. yeah. Hit an oil executive. U.S.-led airstrikes killed more than 500 people in Syria since they began one month ago. According to the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights, most of those killed were Islamic State fighters. 32 were civilians, including six children. Yeah. A U.S.-led coalition responded to the Islamic State siege on Kobani, Syria, with airdrops that delivered ammunition and medical supplies to Syrian Kurdish-resistant fighters and airstrikes that targeted is, is buildings, command posts, fighting positions, and artillery. Islamic State militants got one of the bundles of arms in the airdrop. They actually got one of our, one of our shipments yeah. that, that included small arms and hand grenades. Yeah, I guess a wind shift is what the that's what they, yeah, that's what they were said. saying. Yeah, a shift in the wind. That's all it takes to arm the. Israel. Well, these guys are heavily armed already because yeah. they took over a huge cache of weapons from the Iraqi army, who had a bunch of our stuff yeah. already in in the town of Mosul and other places. So. Uh, that's not going to matter that much, except that um, Kabani's suddenly now really important. We we just said it wasn't important yeah. uh, last yeah, we week, and then now it's super important. And um, 
I don't. I guess. I mean, who's to say well, this is a good thing, a bad thing? I don't know. But the Turks are still sitting on the border, watching all this happen. Their Kabani is right on the border with Turkey. Yeah. They're just watching from from the hilltop. We'll have to see how that. Well, they don't out. want is is coming in. Yeah. They're, they don't want to yeah. push is is the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's time for something exciting. Okay. Ebola. Oh. Oh, health and New York health and New York City officials, health officials and New York City officials were trying to follow the trail of a young emergency room doctor who traveled about the city for three days before being hospitalized with the Ebola virus. The doctor, Craig Spencer, a member of Doctors Without Borders, apparently the border he yeah. crossed, I guess, was yeah. into stupidity. He was self-monitoring himself. Is that right? Yeah, that's Is great. That I'm self-monitoring myself right now. I didn't know that. That's what I do anytime I take any drug. I self-monitor myself. <laughs> but I can get arrested for that. <laughs> this guy rocks around with Ebola. Yeah. And uh, and, and everybody's saying, uh, chill out, don't worry. This is all okay. It's under control. Uh, he returned six days ago and reported yesterday morning coming down with a 100.3 degree fever and diarrhea. In the days before Spencer fell ill, he went on a three-mile jog. This is while he's carrying the virus. Yeah three-mile jog, went to Highline Park. That's a heavily traveled area there above the city. It's a park, you know. There's a lot of people that go around there and rode on a subway. And he also got into a taxi to a Brooklyn bowling alley. So he went to a bowling alley, too. I guess Doctors Without Borders, you know, they've done wonderful things. Yeah. Wouldn't you think there'd be a quarantine on people that were leaving in a, an area that yeah. had Ebola? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, they'd want especially to... doctors, because yeah. so far, the people in this country that have been most impacted have been the medical people. Exactly. Yeah. So you've just left an area of the world, and it with with a lot of Ebola, and it the incubation period is somewhere between one and five days. Yeah. So you come back here, you would just think it's a matter of course. I'm just going to go in. I'm back in America. I don't, you, don't, you don't self-monitor. That's why yeah, I say. Yeah, you go, I mean, you go to a clinic. Doctors you get uh, tested. without borders should have a policy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that these people have, have a halfway house somewhere. Yeah. I mean, just go in. Draw some blood. Let's see what's going on here. And then, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's crazy. It's cussing ridiculous. It is cussing ridiculous. Because the Obama administration nominee for Surgeon General was blocked by the Republican Parmy Party. I was... <laughs> Half party, half army. Republican Party former White House official Ron Klain was named as our new Ebola czar. See, the president can appoint all kinds of czars. You know, I just thought something. Yeah, he can't get them to appoint. You know the Spencer guy? Yeah. He went to an Ebola alley. Oh. Oh, See, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, tip your waitress. Every Friday. Yeah, thank you. Klain had previously served as the chief of staff to President Joe Biden. He's president now, in case he didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> Donald Trump kicked uh, what's his name out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the worst the, the black president in history. The Kenyan, yeah. yeah, yeah. And now we got Joe in there. Yeah. Okay. Klain has previously served as chief of staff to Vice President Joe Biden. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization declared Nagola, Nagola, Nigeria Ebola-free on a 42-day period with no new cases. So Who Nigeria. Said that? Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. The Who's World it? Health Organization. World Health. Oh, WHO. Yeah. Nigeria okay. is Ebola free. Wow. And that's what I'm hoping to be. <laughs> well, there yeah. you go. The uh, WHO, as we like to call them, yes. World Health Organization, also announced plans to begin trials of experimental Ebola vaccines with tens of thousands of people in West Africa as early as January. 
I think they should do it as early as now. Yeah. Also, Cuba is sending 91 additional medical staff to West Africa. That brings the country's total contribution in the three hardest-hit countries to 256 people, more than a third of all foreign medical staff there. So let's hear it for Cuba. Yeah. And let's hope they have a quarantine when they come back, that they're not as idiotic as Doctors Without Borders was in this case. Right. You know, there's all kinds of discussion. Every every show on MSNBC and Fox has some some segment about protocols, how these guys gear up to go in to deal with these patients. Yeah. It just seems, like you said, very logical that you're coming back from Liberia, Ghana, Sierra and Leone. And you've been treating patients with Ebola. Just you're not on go vacation. to a clinic, for God's sake, and 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 test get tested. And by the way, it's for their benefit. I mean, if it's you might as well get it while it's incubating as opposed to when it's full blown when you realize that you it's have better. it. It's well, I'm better. Saying, it's better when it's incubating. No, I'm just it's saying it's full, I have a better chance of, kill, of 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 yeah. dealing with it when it's in the incubation oh, stage, obviously. And I, that's cra- yeah, that's nuts. And now to but, allay your fears a bit. Okay. The World Organization will the World Health Organization released new data on a disease that oh, yeah. kills far more people each year than Ebola. Nine million people developed tuberculosis last year, and 1.5 million of them died, even though the the disease is curable. About 3.5 percent of those cases were drug resistant. In yeah. other words, people had the drug. Yeah. And didn't survive. So, so that is something that. Uh, we thought here in America we haven't been dealing with tuberculosis for sixty or seventy years, yep. but apparently the world is still dealing with. One point five million people died. Nine yeah. million people developed. Ouch. Yeah. All right. And moving to Afghanistan, the cultivation of opium poppies reached an all-time high there last year. Yes. Yeah. Have we been talking yeah. about that? Yes. Because we're in control now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the, right. I'm sure the CIA has a hand in this. Well, you know, it's hard not At to least, see that. Or a, a fistful of money in it. Despite more than $7 billion in U.S. funds to combat the drug trade and to pay off drug lords and to line the pockets of those in charge, in a special report by the Special Prosecutor General for a special Afghanistan reconstruction, whose name was John Sopko, mm-hmm. uh, this guy, John Sopko, said the record levels call into question the long-term effectiveness of stability and stability of U.S. efforts. How many times have we heard that? Yeah. Again, it's it's hard not to see this, and I don't. this is too long of a, of a, a, to talk about it in much detail, but if you look back over the last 50 years, American involvement in, war, in wars yeah. has closely mirrored the drug trade. Yeah. I mean, all you need we to get do... into a country, the drug trade goes up. Right. Well, mm. and even before before U.S. troops were on the ground, the French were in uh, Indonesia, and that was considered, they called the Iron Triangle of Opium Trade. Yeah. Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam. We were there. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're in Afghanistan. And don't forget I, South Central Los Angeles. And, you know, I, it, it, and South America, we sent tons of military equipment and advisors down to Colombia. At a time when when the cocaine trade was, mm-hmm. you know, overwhelming, if it's not still that way, it, you look around the world and you see the hot spots, and oftentimes, uh, the uh, there is a drug connection, a drug related. Um, That's connection. what we call freedom. Right? That's what freedom. We call freedom. North Korea released an American prisoner who had been held for five months. Jeffrey Fowles was arrest- arrested in May for leaving a Bible in his hotel room. 
I got to believe there's more to it than that. Yeah. It must have been <laughs> it must have been a special Bible. Well, no, I don't think so, actually. North Korea, I think that they're just... It might have had maybe like a weird drawing of King... Kim Jong Un on it, which isn't—I mean—a yeah. a realistic drawing. A realistic a, a drawing would be a weird in drawing. the section on Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. They had draw, they had yeah. colored in a little picture yeah, of him. Crazy biblical yeah, humor crazy, going yeah, on. Yeah, they, they State Department spokesperson Marie Harf said the United States is continuing to push for the release of two other Americans still imprisoned there. Now the reports are that the the man himself was the was the one who pushed um, Kim Jong Il. Uh-huh. He was the one who pushed for this to happen. Now, there's so, some speculation about the man whether, himself, the guy in charge, the guy in charge of Korea, South of North Korea. What am I? Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. I said it wrong. Yeah, was the one who pushed for the release. Who pushed for Jeffrey the release? Now, okay. The reason I say that is because there's a lot of speculation right now whether or not he's actually in charge anymore. Ah. His sister seems to be now making a lot of decisions, and and Kim is apparently in some kind of fat farm clinic of some kind and yeah. and and they're not well, sure he what couldn't the stand up couldn't, i heard that his ankles couldn't support his yeah. weight but i don't know. well okay so so and that's he, the truth yeah I'm we're not, not making that up this is apparently offshoots. apparently apparently there's a there's a lot of uh, discussion right now whether or not who's in charge in north korea and uh, that's the point of yeah. what i'm trying to say protests are continuing in the philippines where a u.s marine is suspected of murdering a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. Outrage was focused on the Visiting Forces Agreement. That's a decade-old deal between the United States and the Philippines, which critics say has been used to shield U.S. soldiers from punishment. Under the deal, U.S. Marine Joseph Scott Pemberton remains on board a U.S. Navy vessel while local authorities investigate the murder of Jennifer Laud, the murder came less than six months after the United States signed a 10-year agreement to revive its military presence in the Philippines, and that's a former U.S. colony, so we're going to be there for another 10 years, and yeah. this doesn't help things along. No, those force agreements are that basically the country we're in, they can't put yeah. one of our people on trial. Right. That we, we're the ones who are the first, uh, we have first dibs on, on, on any sort of legal action against them, Yep. and that's what that's... Mexican authorities ordered the arrest of the fugitive mayor of Iguala and his wife, accusing them of ordering last month's police attack on students from a rural teacher's college. Six people were killed in the initial attacks, and 43 students have been missing for almost a month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Two Tanzanian women accused of afflicting men with sexual impotence by means of witchcraft were killed and cut into pieces. What? Where was this? I just wanted to read. It's one of those things you like to read. Yeah. What? It? Two Tanzanian Tans- women accused of afflicting men with sexual impotence by means of witchcraft. Okay, I got that. They weren't just I like, sh- you know, giving them some sort of, you know, right. motor oil or Jesus, I don't know what else would Jesus. cause it. Were killed and cut into pieces. Yeah. Well, they, you know, that's very important. You don't want to lose your impotence, so you want to No, you want to get right. You, yeah. yeah, you want to get right to the root of that one, yeah. so to speak. That, that's and yeah. that's that's all I got for uh, international. Oh, stuff. for the love of all that's but holy! You can yeah. talk about whatever you like. Now, uh, this, this is, these are related, and I'll just uh-huh. bring them up very quickly. Uh, Indonesia uh, inaugurated a new president oh, yeah. named Joko Widodo. Joko Widodo, and uh, he actually won an election against this guy, this general. Yeah, that we trained. Prabowo Subianto. 
who was uh, he was one of these paramilitary former U.S. You know, Army trained, a U.S. trained former Army office uh-huh. general, and uh, that was a that's a good thing uh, that this happened. That this uh, Joe, <laughs> I can't say it. We do, we don't know one now in, in related news. Uh, the country of Australia has dropped uh, an investigation into the death of five Australian journalists uh, that were killed when the Indonesians invaded East Timor back in 1975. The yeah. Australians have been investigating this for a long time. Uh, it's pretty obvious that the uh, the uh, Indonesian army killed these journalists. Yeah, but I think it's a gesture of moving forward, the Australians decided to drop the investigation rather than continue with it and possibly yeah. embarrass, and that's in quotes, uh, the new Indonesian president. Yeah. Okay, that's it. The sad part of history there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And yes, and it and it's part of the way the world works in diplomacy. It's not right. always about justice. I it's just about, mean East Timor yeah. and well, the massacres that occurred oh, yeah. there during the 70s under the Carter administration. And let's not forget that uh, the Indonesians instigated this invasion while Henry as Henry Kissinger's plane was leaving the airport. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's time for a little secret stuff. You know, Mahler's just hiding out there. He doesn't want to come anywhere near you. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, I, I know what I'll tell you. The, he thinks, first of all, that you have Ebola. <laughs> well, which you know, I mean, that's kind of yeah. Odd, he, but he he's he's uh, allergic to you. At least that's what he says. Well, I gotta tell you, Nathan. Um, in a way, I'm I'm okay with it because he's he's been snippy with me for a while. Oh. I don't know what it is, but I seem to be on his bad side all the time. So if he's you know, if this is what he wants, it's the way he wants to play it. Fine, but go ahead. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is revamping its whistleblower rules to make it easier and potentially lucrative for agents and employees to report misconduct within the agency. Uh, so I guess that's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay. A good thing. The changes, which include expanding the list of those eligible to receive a complaint and making whistle whistle whistleblowers <laughs> whistleblowers potentially able to receive compensation, are designed to ensure complaints get processed and decided promptly and fairly. You know, when Nathan launches into his Daffy Duck uh, impersonation <laughs> right in the middle of a story, it just, and I think it really breaks it. I think it really breaks it. Whistleblowers. <laughs> Whistleblowers. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Senate Intelligence Committee is looking into a, re- a report that the National Security Agency agreed to let its chief technical officer work 20 hours a week for a private company founded by the agency's former director. That sounds goofy. The officer, Patrick Dowd, was approved to work part-time for a company founded by retired general and former agency chief Keith Alexander. Yeah. The company is called Iron Net Cybersecurity, Ooh, Inc. Yeah, Iron wow, Net. Iron this Net. Sounds, this sounds like teenage boy names. For <laughs> what, are, what are we going to call our company? <laughs> what are you, Dowd? Hey, dude, Dowd. <laughs> Iron Net. Iron Net. It's, uh, it does sound like a, a gamer yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know, I know. That approval is now under internal review and being questioned by the Senate Intelligence Committee. Dungeons, yeah, so, Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, it's all this, how do you call it, the revolving door, but it, it just... It's sick. Yeah. By the way, this, this is the same clown who's supposed, reportedly making a million dollars a month. Yeah. A, as the... Uh, Doubt is? No, no, Alexander. Alexander, yeah. Yeah. yeah million dollars a month. For his security agency, as he's he's consulting with uh, yeah. banks and financial institutions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <sighs> and meanwhile, a guard at a memorial gets shot. 
That's yeah. what that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Also, the Obama administration is reportedly considering a move that would continue the Bush-era policy of ignoring the United Nations torture treaty overseas. So we got that overseas thing working again here, mm -hmm. like in the Philippines. In 2005, the Bush administration disclosed it had secretly interpreted a U.N. ban on cruel and inhuman or degrading treatment as not applying to any CIA or military prison outside of the U.S. So I guess if you stuck pins in the eyes of someone in Portugal, it's not really torture. No, yeah. apparently not. The United States now faces a hearing before the Committee Against Torture at a United Nations uh, meeting next month. Now that President Obama's legal team is debating whether to back away from his earlier view and reaffirm the Bush administration's position that the treaty imposes no legal obligation to bar cruelty outside U.S. borders. You know... That's, again, yeah, sick. It is sick. And, you know, uh, the, uh, the Obama administration, President Obama, has been taking a lot of incoming uh, for, uh, well, it's drop in the polls and his, his, his lack, this unpopular state of his, his administration right now. He brought it on himself. I, I, yeah. I, you know, this is all, the American people are were much, much more supportive of a policy to back away from the Bush administration policy, and and Obama has chosen to follow the path of Dick Cheney and and yeah. and, and George Bush. I, I so he, you know he brought this on himself. Yeah, yeah with him. Hold on a second here. I'm gonna go see what I can do here. Okay. Bring 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 our. You gonna here. bring? Well, Mahler, come here. Hey, he's kind of struggling here. Is come he? on, Mahler. come here. It's just Mike. It's just Mike. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Mike, Mahler. Come on, come on. Buddy. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, come on, yeah, yeah. it's okay. Uh, Are you okay? Uh, come on, come on, come over and sniff Mike. It's okay, man. Come on, come on. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't do that. Don't. don't laugh at him. See, no, I mean, this no is wonder he's upset at you. Well, because he's not going to get allergies. Nothing, nothing's wrong. No, no allergies here. Come on, Mike. Come How on. about drones? Come on over here. You want to talk about come drones? Come on over here, Mahler. Over here. No. Yeah, no. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. No, there he goes huddling See, in the what corner. I'm saying I'm really not that upset that he's you know, it's mean to me. Drones in the news. China deployed more than 1,200 troops and scrambled fighter jets in response to an unauthorized flight near Beijing Airport by what turned out to be a mapping drone. They were mapping the area, mm -hmm. but they called out 1,200 troops. Wow! And scrambled fighter jets. Yeah. yeah so police arrested. You 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 see where these this thing with drones is going? Yeah. You know, eventually, they're gonna, there's going to be some major incident. Yeah, there is going to be a major incident. Involving just some mapping yes. drone or some guy out on right. a drone joy ride. Right. Police arrested two men as they flew the drone, and a third confessed later. All three men worked for an aviation technology company, and the seven-foot drone was intended to be used for surveying purposes. Also in drones in the news, the Federal Aviation Administration canceled and then reinstated a 1981 document that regulated model and hobby aircraft use, which is essentially what a drone is. Yeah. Except with a camera. Yeah. The document is, and it doesn't have to have a camera, the document is important because it's the memo that legalizes flying model aircrafts and model helicopters, which in the end are exactly what drones are. This is the legal exception that makes flying drones under 400 feet legal. Okay. You know, okay. When we get that, yeah, yeah. that's what we're following is this old memo. But they reinstated it. 
without this, all drone flights, except for the ones sanctioned by the FAA, would be illegal. So they're going back and forth on, on drone use. And also in drone news, ever since the FAA began giving organizations in the U.S. permission to fly drones, it's always been hard to figure out which are the identities, you know, who they are. Yeah. Yeah. This week they made available an updated list, which includes 935 permissible permission applications. They include the um, ATF, American Corps of Engineers, Michigan State Police, the local police in Mobile and Daytona Beach, you know, the, mm-hmm. in Florida there, mm-hmm. and the Florida Keys Mosquito Control District. So Florida seems to have a, a fair amount of yeah. representation. I don't know what that means. Jeb Bush? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means either, but... <sighs> you know, I just, it's, is, is, are drones going to become one of those things where... Uh, increasingly, uh, they'll just be taken away from consumers. Uh, you and I, we'll, it, it'll be increasingly more difficult to get a hold of a drone. No, Is that need, the only you way need to a control? drone license. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You need a drone license. But the drone license could be increasingly more difficult. And you might have to difficult. have a drone, you know, you have a flying test of your right, drone. Right, right. And you could lose your drone, for, your drone license for life, that kind of thing. If you cause a commercial airliner to crash, you oh, could yeah. use, you oh, yeah. lose that. Uh-huh. The Supreme Court back here in the United States is allowing Texas to enforce a controversial voter ID law that was briefly struck down earlier in the month. The federal judge initially overturned the law, calling it an unconstitutional poll tax that discriminates voters of color. Yeah. And by by the way, that means other than white people. Other than white people. Right. It is racist. The law. Well, it does discriminate. I, I the thing is, yeah. There's a lot of ways to read it. Right. It does discriminate uh, against people who aren't white, only because there are more people who are poor. Who are poor? Who yeah. aren't white? Right. I, yeah. I agree. I yes. agree. That's right. But a three-judge panel said Texas can enforce the ID law in the November election because dropping it would cause confusion. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't cause confusion. We just drop it. Yeah. Yeah. How I, is that if, confusing? If, I, yeah. That's why all I of a sudden you're not being restricted. Yeah. How is that confusing? Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, the Supreme Court agreed <laughs> but did not rule on whether the law should be permanent, permanently uh, on the books. In the dissent joined by two others, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg said the decision risked denying the right to vote to hundreds of thousands of eligible voters. Yep. Ruth. <sighs> Ruth. The World Trade Organization ruled against the United States in a multinational dispute over the labeling of meat. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Oh, we got into it again. We did. We, we That's want, right, Mother. Meat. We do not want <laughs> to. They, they're trying to tell us what we can do with our meat, is what you're t- trying to say. Right. Well, and, and Mother loves meat. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. I, he's, I've heard. Not, he's not a vegan. Yeah, I know yeah. he's not. Yeah. I know he's not a vegan. The United States requires the disclosure of a meat product's country of origin. Mm-hmm. So if you have, say, meat from Antarctica, mm-hmm. it has to be stamped, this meat <laughs> came from Antarctica. Yeah. But Mexico and Canada have agreed the rules harm their livestock exports. I, I don't know why. Well, but is there a perception f- if it comes from Mexico? If it comes from Canada, from you Mex- don't want it. Yeah. 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 You don't. Canadian don't meat. Canadian meat. Thumbs down. Yeah. The WTO found the latest U.S. requirement violate the trade rules this latest requirement that we want country of origin i don't get this can't we just have the country of origin stamped on it is it that tough i mean it's kind of fun yeah maybe somebody wants canadian meat who knows 
U.S. consumer groups, including Food and Water Watch, have urged the Obama administration to appeal the WTO's ruling. And speaking of meat, Mike. Yes. 80% of antibiotics sold in the U.S. are used on cows, chickens, and pigs to make them grow faster and tolerate crowded and unsanitary industrial farms. Yeah. 80%, 80% of all antibiotics right. used. That's how we, that's a lot of the reason we have so much antibiotics in our system, yeah. not because we're getting shots, right. but because we're eating stuff that has antibiotics right. in it. Right. And not and only that, but it goes then into the soil. Right. So even our vegetables can be contaminated right. well, with antibiotics. Well, it goes into our water supply. Yeah, which it goes everywhere. Our, you know, so, so, so yeah. Trader Joe's sells meat from animals raised on these drugs, on antibiotics. Is that right? That's right. Oh, my God. If you don't like that. I do not. You can call Trader Joe's corporate headquarters today, toll-free. Fantastic. At 1-800-221-2063. That's 1-800-221-2063. And you can say things like, stop selling meat raised on antibiotics. Because you they could used do to, that. They used to, for a long time, they had specifically yeah. non-GHT yeah. or B yeah. or whatever this stuff is, um, free free uh, meat. Yeah. Wow. Federal safety regulators are urging the owners of 7.8 million vehicles made by 10 different companies to act immediately to replace defective airbags. The airbags made by the Japanese company Takata can explode when activated, spraying occupants with sharp metal fragments. The defect has been linked to four deaths, and they include, I think they're uh, Japanese cars made between, say, year 2000, 2004. Yeah. I just had mine oh, taken, geez. yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, redone, so. Yeah, I know it was uh, after 2000. Yeah, so be careful uh, out there. You, yeah, you might be driving yeah. around with an airbag that could kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, mean, yeah, literally. Yeah. It sends out shards of all kinds of nastiness. Yeah. What that... do they call those bombs? Oh, um, not... Clusters? Yeah, cluster bombs. Yeah. Cluster bags. Details have emerged of testimony given by Darren Wilson, the Ferguson police officer who fatally shot the unarmed teenager Michael Brown. Wilson claims Brown reached for his gun during a physical altercation as Wilson was still inside his vehicle. Ballistic test confirmed two shots were fired inside the car, one of them hitting Brown's arm. Mm -hmm. That was... The, right. uh, teenager, right. Brown's right. arm. Right. It's unclear why Wilson then fired the fatal shots at Brown after he emerged from his vehicle. Witnesses say Brown uh, had his hands up and was trying to surrender. We all know this. Mm -hmm. uh, but according to federal officials, there's not enough evidence to indict Wilson on civil rights charges in the Justice Department's probe of the shooting. And that's the, the news there. Mm. Justice Department will not move forward. The, the family had... Uh, someone interpret the, the autopsy as, uh, or run their own uh, autopsy as yeah. well. And I, and what was, I'm what not was, sure. I, I, I don't know what so they came why, up with. I don't know if it why was. Why do I know this information now? Well, because there may be the release of more information. Ah. That's all. I'm giving you a heads up. Ah. The Florida man convicted of killing 17-year-old African-American Jordan Davis in an argument over loud music was sentenced to life in prison without parole. Mm-hmm. He kind of lost it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, he kind of lost some, it, yeah. yeah. Some people don't, yeah, I think that's don't like loud music. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I understand know. that. Yeah, I know Shelby. I mean, if somebody were to, say, play Christina Aguilar yeah. really loud, yeah. I think I might shoot them. Well, I got oh. one for you. Uh-huh. When Mariah Carey. Who? Ma Mariah Carey. She starts doing that dog whistle singing that she, she does. She does dog whistle singing? She, she does that singing where... 
Animals, oh, the high stuff. Yeah, animals start running out of the room and things like that. Yeah, well, uh, I that like that. Be, well, Mahler, he probably likes it. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well it's, it speaks to him. He, yeah, he's, it speaks yeah. to him. All those yeah. singers sing yeah. that way, so it makes me it makes me angry. Right, Carrie. Is she yeah. still alive? I, I assume so. Two U.N. officials have called for the city of Detroit to restore water to residents who cannot afford to pay their bills, saying the city's mass shutoffs go against human rights standards and hurt its poorest residents. Detroit has shut off water to at least 27,000 households this year as part of a consolidation plan. That's what they call it. Consolidation. Yeah, yeah. it might confuse people to have water, they said, <laughs> which residents see as a step toward privatization. Now, that's where, where this is headed, I believe. Yeah. Water bills in Detroit cost nearly twice the national average, while the poverty rate is 40%. Yeah. Yeah, and somehow making it privatized will somehow make that all better. Yeah. It'll just, yeah, just, you know, how that goes. How are, how, so. Yeah. Um, oh, and the United States spent millions of dollars on Social Security benefits for, for suspected Nazi war criminals. Nazis. Nazis. I can't believe there are any Nazis still alive, but they're... Well, they were getting Social Security. Okay. Even though they didn't even live in this country. Oh, is that yeah. the deal? They continued uh, to get the payments under a legal loophole through which Nazis were persuaded to leave the United States in return for keeping their benefits. Really? Yeah. They arrived here, and we said, we don't want you even near here uh-huh. because people are going to you know, yeah. do what they do to Nazis. Yeah, because we did take in a lot of Nazis after World War II. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. government felt that there was a lot of scientific uh, brain power coming out of yeah. Nazi Germany. And there, there, and, there and, was. And well, yeah. Warner von Braun was yeah. a Nazi uh, scientist. Yeah. Uh, a he, rocket man. He was a rocket scientist. And there are numerous examples. It was... Uh, an operation um what was the name of it? operation keystone or something like that and they all came over here we integrated them into our scientific yeah. community and all other uh, tell me Vanna, would you like to join the organization <laughs> keystone or something like that something like that yeah somebody can look it up and tell me but anyway it was an operation it was a, a fully functioning government operation to integrate nazi uh war criminals because von braun was working uh at, at a facility that brought in Russian soldiers, uh, captured Russian soldiers, and essentially worked them to death while uh-huh. they were trying to put together this rocket facility in yeah. uh, in Germany. But he knew about rockets. Uh, well, he knew about rockets. He knew how to that's get it up. That's the point. He knew how to get it up. That's the and point. And that's what we really wanted from him, and, and that's that's how that happened. Surviving recipients of the taxpayer-funded benefits included Jacob Denzinger, a former Auschwitz guard now living in Croatia. Ah, Croatia. Just to give you an idea what's going Those on Croatians A Baptist nuts. church in Alabama filed suit against one of his pastors after he confessed during sermons to having sex with congregation members. That would be embarrassing. Oh, that would be. You go to, yeah. Yeah. You're sitting there listening to your pastor you're say thinking, that. Yeah, you're thinking, yeah. Do you say a, amen? What do you say? You're feeling the spirit, and yeah. suddenly he blurts out, I'm having sex with, with your daughter. With your daughter. Yeah. You're not, yeah, that's Neglecting not to disclose awkward. his AIDS diagnosis Whoop. to his sexual partners Woo. and abusing narcotics. Wow. Well, you know, I don't know. Yeah. The abusing narcotics. I figure every one of those pastors is abusing some kind of drug. Yeah. You got a sin to be saved. 
A Delaware surgical center was sued by a man who woke up from a colonoscopy wearing pink women's underwear. <gasps> what do you mean? <gasps> well, that sounds like you're going to tell me something that really... No, that's it. Oh, that's He's, it. No, no okay. they, he, they just put pink women's underwear oh, on. I maybe I don't he, know. Under, they under, maybe he underwent they a sex change operation no, while they were no, at it. No, he just okay. woke up wearing all right, okay, pink that's, underwear. All right, that's, uh, that's I guess he felt that. offended by that. Well, I, yeah, I guess... Yeah, okay. That, I don't know. I don't know. And a Connecticut police... A kinetic police officer arrested a man for aggressively mopping the floor of a Doubletree hotel. Aggressively? Yeah. Okay. All right, I got a couple. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly where to go with that, but all right. Hey, cut it out! Stop it! Stop that mopping! Stop aggressively Stop mopping! that mopping! <laughs> all right. Get him! Some, some good news on the environmental front. A small oh. city in Florida has voted... Uh, for the state southern counties to cede, secede, 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 due to inaction <laughs> by state leaders on climate change. This is mostly symbolic. It's this entirely symbolic. In South Dakota? In Florida. It's in the, <laughs> in, it's, it's, let me South start Dakota over. Can. Let me start over. Okay. A small city in Florida has voted okay. for the state's southern counties to secede there due to inaction by the state leadership on climate change. Yeah. That I just think Florida is just we're just going to disappear. We all know Yeah, it is. The US will no longer have that little leg sticking out there anymore. Well, not entirely, but a good section of yeah. Florida is in real trouble. 3 uh -huh. feet rise in sea levels will put a lot It'll of Florida It will be like a circumcision. It will be yeah. like a circumcision. So there's that. That's a symbolic thing, but and this is one I don't know how you're going to react to all of this, but yeah. really in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh they they signed a bill basically calling for the uh it's called what do they call this thing the freedom what do they call this bill freedom freedom fries mumia amal Amu, mumia amu jamal is in a prison in in pennsylvania mr he was, jamal he was accused of killing a, a philadelphia police officer yeah. and there are people that believe he got a he didn't get a fair trial etc cetera, etc cetera. but he's been in jail for years as 30 a, years or something right? uh, 30 years for as a sort of a a spokesperson yeah. for the underclass and you know a lot of very incendiary sort of rhetoric about uh, class warfare in this country yeah. well they passed a law that basically said that you can no longer uh harm you can no longer speak from prison if it causes mental anguish to the victim's family and and basically this law is really the mumia bill it's really targeted just because he's the only one they're talking about in Pennsylvania prisons at well, this point. Why are they, I, what are they saying? He cannot conduct an he's, interview? Yeah, he's no longer allowed to, well, uh, the censoring of public addresses. See, what happened was he gave a commencement address at his former college. He got, he's not in prison anymore. No, he was in prison, but, but now he, he's out they pre-taped a commencement address for Goddard College in Vermont. So he's in prison. Right. They put a mic in front of him. They took the tape recorder out. And, and put it in front of a commencement? Yeah. That'd the, be a lousy commencement. Uh, Recorded messages at a commencement? Well, what if Obama's commencement speech was they just put a tape recorder well, out there? Well, I, given that Mumia now, could and not be there. The president of the United States. Mumia is, a, is an alumni of Goddard College, and that's why he was asked to give the, the address. Recorder. So so they played this address. It would and after that, that the reaction was Pennsylvania officials voted for this bill. Now, what, however you feel about Mumia Amal, Jamal, yeah. whatever you feel. This is a bill that is is this is violating First Amendment yeah, rights. Yeah, there's also uh, there's it's also the Retainer kinda, Act in yeah. in 
in uh, in the Constitution that says you can't pass a bill that specifically targets one person. Yeah. It's or like a group Bush versus, versus Gore. Right. But what what upsets me about it is the person that. If if they're going to target anybody, it should be the the media or the or the school. I okay. mean, if, if that's where it ends, the, uh, Mumia is that his name again? Mumia Abu Jamal. Jamal should be able to say whatever he wants to. Right. If somebody puts a mic in front of him and broadcast it, that's another issue. Right. Well, that now he's no longer allowed to uh, conduct interviews because, well, he will be restricted from that because it brings distress, mental anguish to the family of his victims. I, I think uh, it has, just has to do with where the interviews are being played. Okay. I don't want to I don't uh, want to hear any nasty things said about any of <laughs> members yeah, well, of my that, family yeah, either. Yeah. But I I'm sure it's being said today. Yeah. Well, uh, and I wouldn't want to prohibit that or prohibit the recording of it. It's how you use that yeah. recording. Well, that that okay, but that there you go. That's, and that's what that's I, all have I got. To say. That's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's all? Yeah. Okay. And finally, this is a short one. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Uh, you, I'm, yeah. The, the Paradise Funeral Chapel in Michigan started offering drive through viewings. Okay. That's it. You're in a car. Yeah, you're just, you're, you don't you, even have to get out of your car. You don't. Yeah, yeah, because God knows what a pain in the oh, in the yeah that getting the out that opening you know, the door the closing setters. the door and walking and all that. Yeah, that's, to, that's to actually that, view a body. To view you a can body. just kind of cruise right through. Let your motor run. <laughs> yeah, let the let the carbon monoxide escape. Yeah. Hey, there's Dad. There's Dad. Wow, he looks great from here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know they ought to have those pneumatic tubes. You know? Yeah, they just shoot them out there. Yeah, so you can like put a flower in there and shoot it inside. Well, yeah, or just uh, the whole shoot casket him. just shoots out. Yeah, and, and then you can see them in a pneumatic tube. And then when you're and you, after yeah. you pass through, it just shoots it back in in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I like I'm liking this. Maybe <laughs> maybe a little drive through, maybe a cheeseburger, you know, cheeseburger. little thing on yeah. your you know as you're passing through. <laughs> Do fries come with that casket? Yeah.